0: to get your free download today, or just click the link in the notes. You'll be so glad you did. Hey, beautiful women. This is Dawn Damon, the Braveheart Mentor, and you're listening to The Bravehearted Woman. This is a podcast designed to help you find your brave so you can live out your beautiful vision. I have been working with women for years, and now I want to help you too. I'm here to awaken the brave heart inside of you so you can ignite the flame of your vision, you can reach your goals, and achieve your dreams. Come on, let's get brave. Good to be with you again today. I am actually recording from the beautiful city of Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and it is amazing out here as I'm recording. I'm looking at the beautiful mountains today, and it just reminds me of how incredible life is, what a wonderful opportunity we have to be in this world. The vision for our future is amazing, so I hope those words encourage you a little bit. Today, but today I got to talk to you about this so important for you, the seven bad habits you have to break. You got to crush these this year in 2022 if you want to be successful. Yep, it's time to offend your bad habits and say, see ya, (laughs) you're not serving me well. I'm breaking up with these saboteurs and I know it's not easy to do. There's a columnist I enjoy, Tess Barker. She says, bad habits are like diamonds, inexplicably appealing and tough to break. And that's sometimes because we get this juicy surge of dopamine, that pleasure chemical, whenever we indulge in these little guilty pleasures, these habits. The reward, though, that locks those habits in place and it just continues to send cravings for more. So every habit that we have is giving us something. We got to figure out what it is that it's rewarding us. What are we getting from it? Why do we allow it to continue in our life? Even if we can identify that, you know, in the long run, this is not good for me. It's not healthy. It's derailing me and it's keeping me locked in average when I really feel called to more than that. So let me give you seven habits. You got to break these because they're going to derail your success. So number seven of the seven habits, you've got to stop racking up credit card debt. Yeah, it's such a great feeling to get that shipment from Amazon. I understand. I love it. Boxes filled with Sneaky delights. I mean, shoes and purses, makeup, maybe that new dress or that new blouse, whatever it is that you love. I mean, what could be better, right, than a present at your doorstep like every day? Well, let's ask that question again in about 30 days when the credit card statement comes. What could be better? Well, no hefty balance, on your credit card for one. No late fees because you don't have enough money to pay it all off, no interest to pay. What could be better? A stellar credit score, the ability to buy a home or a car or finance that new business endeavor, those things that you've really been planning for and want. That could be better. What could be better? Well, how about peace in your home, money in your savings, financial freedom, that could be better. And it is better. So to break this habit, I recommend that you start using cash for everything. At the very least, if you want those airline points and you have to use your credit card, then make sure that you make a promise to yourself that you're gonna pay off the entire balance on your credit card every month. And the reason why using cash, by the way, works is it's just painful to relinquish cash, isn't it? It makes you stop and think before you buy. So if you have to give up all the cash that you have allotted for that month in your budget, you get ready to get rid of it all, you might stop and think, "Mm, do I really need this? So use cash. And here's another little tip. Stay off of Amazon. Scrolling for shoes has proven to be very dangerous. All right. Number six bad habit that you've got to crush this year. Stop complaining. The constant complaining. It is getting old, isn't it? It's a habit to find what's wrong with everything. That's a habit. You've trained your brain to see and to feel what's not working instead of seeing what's good and being grateful for things and being positive and optimistic. And then Besides, when you complain, it only ensures that you will continue to always find something to be negative about. And negativity is poison. Not to mention, you're a really bad company. If all you do, if all I do is complain, so you're also probably ruining the experience that others are having. So make it your own promise this year. Make it your goal to say, I am not going to complain about anything. Keep a gratitude journal. And for the next 21 days, just kind of keep moving the needle forward and breaking these habits and see if you can rid them from your life. You learn to be grateful. You can't complain at the same time. Number five, number five bad habit we've got to break this year, hitting the snooze button. I don't know if you do that or not, but don't practice procrastination. Waking up late leads to a hectic morning, and therefore it leaves no time for you to enjoy a well-designed morning routine. And that's what I really recommend you have is that hour of power every morning. You know I do my 606 rise, but you need to have a magnificent morning routine. Because when you're running late in the morning, stress levels go up. You start forgetting things. You miss out on exercising and journaling. You even don't eat well when you're running late. Unless, of course, you've prepared your breakfast the night before and you can just grab it. But if you're hitting the snooze button, my guess is you don't have your breakfast ready. You don't get to read in the morning and Because cortisol is pumping, again, you start forgetting things and it just makes for a really bad morning. If you don't win the morning, you don't win the day. You're doomed to average if this is your habit. Instead, practice the five second rule. Uh, Thank you, Mel Robbins, for writing that book. But when the alarm goes off and, hey, put it in another room if you have to make yourself up, get up, to turn it off. But when that alarm goes off, jump up out of bed, say, yes, it's morning. I love mornings. And just do about three jumping jacks real quick. You will change your state to a beautiful state and you will grab your day with zeal. And I promise you, when you get in the habit of having a morning, you will miss it if you wake up late and have to scramble out the door. You'll just feel off for the rest of the day. But when you get up on purpose with purpose, man, it changes your whole life. The secret of your success is found in your morning routine. So... Number five, we're going to avoid that snooze, and we're going to get up and take our day by the throat. Okay, habit number four, watching too much TV. Now, according to the Nielsen Ratings Company, the average American watches more than four hours of TV each day. That's 24 hours a week, or two months, if you will, of nonstop TV watching per year, I mean, holy moly, (laughs) why not take those four hours or whatever your habit is and at least cut them in half. Do something productive. You can read a book or wash your car. You can organize your closet or take a walk in nature. Certainly, you can exercise. You can spend time with your family or your children. You can do some writing. Again, at the very least, bundle it. And say to yourself, okay, I only watch TV while I'm on the treadmill, or I only watch TV while I'm cleaning out this junk drawer. And by the way, there's a significant correlation between TV watching and your body image. Isn't that interesting? I mean, the TV is definitely shaping our self-esteem and putting ideas and thoughts into our head. So rather than be a victim of all of that input, really sometimes just garbage coming in, be in control of what's going to be in your brain and what's going to enter into your psyche and your mindset and limit it. Say, no, I'm not watching that much TV. If that's your habit, I want to encourage you, this year, you're going to break that from your life. Number three, and this is such a pet peeve of mine. If you have this habit, I certainly want to encourage you, enthusiastically encourage you, being late. You got to crush that habit. You know, everyone is late once in a while. That happens. But for some, being late on a chronic basis, I mean, chronic lateness, it's the rule, not the exception for them. And they just can't seem to get a hold of their schedule. Well, I want to say being late is not an accident. It's a habit and it's a choice. That's painful, isn't it? Ouch. But it's true. And so if this describes you at all, you must break up with this habit this year. Because, you know, you may not realize it or not, but uh, studies after study shows us that being late sends a subtle message, a subtle message to the people in your circle or anyone who's on the other end of your lateness. And they say it communicates something about you and diminishes your credibility. In fact, listen to these things. I hope none of this is true of you, but they say that being late says you're inconsiderate of other people's schedule. You're selfish. It says you're disrespectful, thinking that your time is more important than others. It sends a subtle message that says you're unorganized and you procrastinate. You're not effective in time management. Being late says that you're unreliable and out of control. And it does also mean that you don't know how to say no and you overcommit. Yikes! Who knew that being late was giving all this information, this serious message to others? I hope you don't have that reputation. So before you just say, no, I don't, just take a moment, do some reflection. And if this is your habit, I want to encourage you to smash it. So you've got to start this year with 21 days of saying, okay, I'm going to set alarms. I'm going to prepare the night before for my next day. I am going to calculate how much time I think I need to make every appointment on time. And if you think you need 20 minutes, then I want you to add 15 minutes. I want you to add that margin without adding one more thing when you're heading there. Refuse to do that. Start showing up early because in many worlds, early is on time. You can start communicating that you're a successful person and that you care. All right. And number two, another habit that we're going to break this year in 2022, staying beholden to the wrong people. I want to tell you this, love everyone, but be selective about your inner circle. People who have no vision seem fairly loyal to their excuses and their averageness. Don't spend your best quality time with people who have no vision. Jim Rohn, he's a renowned businessman and a personal development guru. He says, you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. I Many of us have heard that or something similar like, tell me who your five friends are and I'll tell you where you're going to be this time next year. So it means that everyone in your life counts. And the people that you hang out with, they do. They have a profound impact on your life. I mean, your friends, your five, your circle, they they affect everything. Your attitude, your self-esteem, how you spend money, how you eat, how you take care of your body, how your health goals are either met or unmet, it They influence whether you're disciplined or whether you're not disciplined, whether you have routine or whether you just throw caution to the wind. And according to studies, this was really interesting. If a friend of yours becomes obese, you yourself are 45% more likely to gain weight over the next two to four years because you automatically begin to morph into the people that you hang out with. So spend time with those who lift you higher. Spend time with champions. Spend time with eagles, not chickens that scratch around and don't know how to fly. Spend time with people who when you leave you have so much energy and joy because you've been with them. They've inspired you and you just feel like anything is possible. I recently made a list of eagles. I I love my friends. I have fabulous relationships, but Sometimes I find that um, I'm like always the person who's giving counsel and advice. And someone also once said, if you're like the smartest person in your circle, and I'm not saying that I am, but if you are, then you don't have the right circle. So I just started thinking, you know, I want to have some friends that are eagles that are soaring. So I made a list of people who make me soar. And I chose to contact them and say, I need to spend time with you. Uh, I like also, again, this author, David Canfield, who wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul. Listen to this paragraph. Avoid toxic people until you reach the point in your self-development where you no longer allow people to affect you with their negativity. You need to avoid toxic people at all costs. You're better off spending time alone than spending time with people who will hold you back with their victim mentality and their mediocre standards. Make a conscious effort to surround yourself with positive, nourishing, uplifting people. People who believe in you, who encourage you, who go after you their dreams and encourage you to go after your dreams. People who applaud your victories. Surround yourself with possibility thinkers, idealists. That is a great paragraph. That is a great scenario for life. That is a great rule to live by. Love everybody, but be very selective about your inner circle. And finally, the number one habit you have to break in your life is this one, blaming others. I don't know who said it, but they said, it was Rick Warren, I think. You know how to spell blame? Be lame. (laughs) I think that's pretty good. Stop blaming others. We often want to point the finger at something outside of ourselves, don't we? Something, it's not me, it's something outside of me as the reason why I can't or I haven't done something. Blame shifting, excuse making. And we have our list for why we aren't where we want to be because, you know, it's our parents' fault or our teachers or our leaders. We blame our spouse or our ex-boyfriend or our father. We blame our boss. We blame the coworker. We blame our pastors. We blame brothers and sisters. We blame our families. We blame our bank. They took that money from me. We blame taxes, the government. We blame the weather. Terry Savell says, When everything that's going wrong in your life is someone else's fault, (laughs) you're giving a message to yourself and certainly to others that you're powerless, you're passive, and you're in the passenger seat of your own destiny. But guess what? You are not powerless. You are more powerful than you know. You are stronger than you know. You have believed lies if you think that you can't. In fact, let's make it our promise and goal to remove I can't from our vocabulary and replace it with I can. Stop the I can and start the I can-tations, right? We are not powerless. Stop giving your power away. You are the key to your future. You are. You choose your mindset. You choose your attitude. You choose your actions. You choose what you put in your mouth. You choose what you choose to believe. You are the key to your future. Someone hurt you. They hurt you bad. Yep, I get it. It happened. That's what happened to me. But what happens to us is not the reason for where we are. It's what we did with what happened to us. It's what we interpreted about ourselves that happened to us. Do you understand the difference? It's not my fault what happened, but it is my responsibility now to say, where am I going from here? I am responsible for the outcome of my life. I am here today because of what I have chosen. And so are you. So this year, we take responsibility for our thoughts 100% for our feelings, our words, and our actions, and refuse to take things personal. Just don't buy into it. Don't let it take root on the inside of you. Stay in faith. Stay brave. Stay bold. Choose to make yourself happy, and you can commit to removing blaming from your habits this year. I I like this. You can't hire someone do the push-ups for you. You can't hire someone to have a good attitude for you. You can't hire someone to do the forgiveness work for you. You've got to do the hard work. You've got to take the responsibility. And I know that you can because you're a brave-hearted woman and you're ready to do it, aren't you? You're ready to make 2022 one of the best years, the best year of your life because you are a winner and you are successful. All right, that's what I've got for you this day. I hope this helps you. And I'm going to leave you like I always do. Find your brave and live your vision. Thanks for hanging out with me today and becoming brave. If this has helped you, be sure to share it with someone and subscribe so you never have to miss another episode. For more about me, my books, my coaching or online courses, visit DawnDamon.com. And as always, be brave and live your vision.